Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. The Breakfast Brief on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle with Adrian Abraham and Ryan Huang. Time now to discuss the top market moving headlines that investors will be you know, paying attention to and its potential implications. It is time for the Breakfast Brief. Yeah, Adrian. So overnight, we saw a bounce back in markets. But I think the question is, how long is that going to last? So we had a few weeks of market sell-offs and this is now seeing the Nasdaq Composite more than 28% down from its highs. The S&P 500 now down 17.5% from its record. So quite a bit of pressure as, uh, as we've been seeing in markets in the past few weeks. And already the rebound last night doesn't look like it might last very long because we are now looking at US futures for tonight's trading pointing to a drop. And they're seeing the Nasdaq 100 futures faring the worst right now after some disappointing outlook reports from Snapchat owner Snap. So they are warning of worsening macroeconomic trends and they say it's unlikely to meet revenue and profit forecasts for the second quarter. And that already is in some ripple effects. We are looking at social media platform Meta. They are down in post-market trading by more than 6% and Alphabet down more than 3%. So tech stocks under pressure in after-hours trading and not looking too good right now. Yeah, Ryan, there's a story that's coming out from Russia regarding Starbucks. Have you uh, been following that story closely as well? Yeah, so that's going to be one to watch as we see more US corporates try to figure out what to do with their presence in Russia. So something we've been tracking uh, around the activity there and Starbucks is the latest name to say it will be exiting Russia after 15 years there. Yeah. So they joined the likes of McDonald's, ExxonMobil, uh, and also British American Tobacco, all of them you know, withdrawing from Russia after many years there. And before Starbucks, they've got 130 locations in Russia. So that accounts for less than 1% of the company's annual revenue. But it is still quite a big deal when you see a big name just pulling out of Russia. Right, and I asked you this question last week when McDonald's pulled out. What if McDonald's pulled out of Singapore and then exactly the following week you heard Starbucks and you you frequent both of these locations? How would you be feeling right now? Yeah, I guess it's going to be a big question mark. What will be the future of you know, retail, of FMB like in Russia? Uh, Starbucks says it will be helping more than 2,000 Russian workers to transition in the next six months. They'll continue to pay them for six mm. months. And maybe we could see more local brands pop up in the absence of all these international brands exiting. So that could be a new future for Russia. Yeah, looking ahead um, for the rest of the day. Anything else that's caught your eye? Okay, so it's a bit of a mix of good and bad. So we talked about bad just now with the worsening outlook from Snapchat owner Snap. Uh, I guess in terms of good news, we saw markets up yesterday because of a bit of a boost from US President Joe Biden. So he's saying he's thinking about reducing tariffs on some products imported from China. So not a big surprise because the costs of many things have been going up. And by reducing tariffs, it means you know, those taxes that businesses have to pay for importing Chinese-made goods will be less of a pressure on them. So they could actually pass on those savings. So that's something he's thinking about and that seemed to lift markets. And also lifting markets is some measures coming up from China. They are planning 
tax relief of over 21 billion US dollars to lift its economy. So we've been watching to see how serious and uh, I guess how fast these measures are coming through. And this was according to a China National Radio report citing a decision from a meeting of China State Council. That was chaired by Premier Li Keqiang. So they are talking about measures to help stabilize the various parts of the supply chains and also to ensure domestic cargo transport runs smoothly. Also talking about increasing the number of domestic flights, all to help stabilize the wider economy. So a big boost in terms of additional tax relief. And this will, I guess, go some way to lending confidence to the Asian trading day today. Yeah, also dominating news headlines this morning is the Indo-Pacific Economic Framework, where the Biden administration announced that a dozen Indo-Pacific countries will join the U.S. in a sweeping economic initiative designed to counter China's influence in the region, even as questions remain about its effectiveness. Yeah, a lot of questions because we don't have the full scope of details. Mm. It's quite a bit of a skeleton outline right now, where we have about seven countries in Southeast Asia joining the likes of Australia, India, Japan, South Korea, and New Zealand, part of this deal. And what's worth noting is, of course, Singapore is part of this agreement as well. Yep. It's not a free trade deal per se, not like what we've seen with the CPTPP uh, or other things like RCEP. It's more of an agreement of how things can be done or should be done. So there are standards as part of this framework and all the members or participants will be required to meet these what's called high standard commitments in at least one of four areas. Trade, supply chains, clean energy, and fairness. So it's all about the four pillars outlined in the Indo-Pacific Economic Framework. One is the connected economy. So members will have to implement rules for the digital economy, including standards for cross-border data flows, labor, ESG issues, you know, things like human rights. So stuff like that will have to be part of the conversation for the agreement, or at least part of the framework. Also talking about a resilient economy, members will have to seek commitments to better anticipate and prevent disruption. So a bit of an early warning system being set up to help all the member countries as part of the entire framework. And also tackling climate change will be a key priority as part of the pillar. And this will be looking at them focusing more on areas of renewable energy, carbon removal and energy efficiency standards and fair economy. And that will involve effective tax, anti-money laundering and anti-bribery regimes. So a lot of standards for them to meet in this framework and it's still early days, details to still be discussed. Yes, still to be discussed. Ryan will be back just after 7.30 with a finance update. We'll also have the China perspective to look forward to. Keep it right here on Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.